Welcome to Enjoying Everyday Life with New York Times bestselling author, Joyce Meyer. On today's program, Joyce will be teaching from her series, What is Love? Anytime we are loving someone, God is there. Because love is not something God does, it's who He is. God is love. Wherever love is, God is. Now, here's Joyce with today's teaching. Don't say things like, you know, I'll always be under the power of my past. I can never have a good life because of my past. No, you say my power has no past over me. I am a new creature in Christ. The Bible doesn't say talk about the mountain. It says talk to the mountain. I'm going to talk to somebody that's understanding what I'm saying. Now, you take anything that is a bondage, a habit, a problem in your life. Let's say you have a problem with jealousy. Or you have a problem with envy or pride or whatever. There's so many problems out there, we could never count them all. (laughs) But whatever your problem is, take the word like medicine for that area. If I've got a headache, I don't put a Band-Aid on my head. If I cut myself, I don't stick an aspirin in it. We have enough sense to know what kind of medicine to take for our physical ailments. Well, the Word of God is medicine. It is medicine for your soul. And refills are free. There's no limit on refills. Dr. Jesus says you can refill this until you are completely well. Come on. But let me tell you something. You can't be lazy and be victorious. You can't just keep going somewhere and sitting there hoping somebody else says something that sets you free. You can get it on the internet, you can get it on the radio, you can get it on television, you can go to a church on every corner, but you need to do something. You need to put some work and effort into it. The measure of thought and study that you give to the truth that you hear is the measure of virtue, which is power that will come back to you again. Because I tell you, if you start learning to say what you want instead of what you've got, if you can back it up with scripture, now don't just go around saying, I'm a millionaire, I'm a millionaire, I'm a millionaire. That's, that's not what I'm talking about. That's why people say, oh, the name it, claim it, gospel. That is not what I'm talking about. You know, the Bible says that angels hearken to the voice of God's word. Man, you got angels just waiting to come around and help you. But they're not going to help you if you just murmur and complain and grumble and judge and criticize. Let me tell you a good little angel story. I was thinking about this this morning. We don't think that much about angels because we can't see them. But right here in this church, many years ago, there was a man who brought his wife to the conference, to the Joyce Meyer conference as a birthday gift for her, and he was not a believer. And they were sitting somewhere like right out in here. And 
The service was going on and she looked over at him and he was crying and shaking. This happened right here in your church. And she's like, what's wrong with you? And he said, well, don't you see him? Don't you see him? And she didn't know what he was talking about, so they waited until they got out where they could talk and not disturb the service. And he said, when she came out on the platform, and I used to come out and sit on this side over here. When she came out on the platform, all these people came out with her. These men came out dressed in white robes. And he said, I thought it was the choir. And he said, then when she, when she walked to the podium and she took that Bible in her hand, put it up in the air, they made a semicircle around her and took a sword out and held it straight up in the air. Well, let's just say that man got saved. And I, some people might say, well, I just don't believe that. Well, if you don't, you don't. But I mean, the guy, he wouldn't have even known to make that up. And so that means that when I get up here to do this, or when you try to go out and help somebody, or when you try to share the word with somebody, the devil hates it, and he would try to kill you if he could. But we have guardian angels. Guardian angels. And they protect us. But they hearken to the voice of God's word. So every time you confess the word, your angels are like, I'm going to help them. <laughs> Love is kind. Wow, this is so important. Kind. Ephesians 4.32, be kind and compassionate. I love the scripture to say, and Jesus was moved with compassion. When you have compassion, it moves you. It's not pity. You can feel sorry for somebody and never do anything for them, but if you have real, true compassion born out of love, it will move you to help somebody. You'll sacrifice to do it. You hear things about random acts of kindness. How many have ever heard that term, random acts of kindness? I love it. I love doing stuff like that. I love to see how people react. And I believe that a lot of people could be brought to Christ if more Christians would just do random acts of kindness. One of the things that agape is, is doing something kind for someone that you don't know that can never pay you back. Doing things in secret. I told you yesterday somebody bought our lunch here. We went to pay for our lunch. We were at Houston's and they said, somebody's already paid your bill. They did it anonymously. Well, you know what I do? I take those things as winks from God. Yeah. It's like God saying. Yeah. I got you. I'll take care of you. Just a little something to let me know that he's there. You say, well, sure, people would pay for your lunch. You're famous and on TV. Yeah. No, I, buy, I pay for people's lunch that I don't know and they never know that I did it. 
Sometimes I'll see a young couple with four or five kids eating at a table. And I remember when Dave and I maybe could eat out once a year. Maybe. You need to remember where you came from. And start helping people that are still where you used to be. Amen. Luke 6, 35 says, love your enemies, do good to them, and lend to them without expecting to get anything back. Then your reward will be great. And you will be children of the Most High because he is kind to the ungrateful and the wicked. Colossians 3, 12 and 13. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly beloved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. These are the attitudes that a believer in Christ should be wearing. Don't you leave this meeting after hearing me preach like this and get out in the parking lot <laughs> and give somebody some bad sign. And don't go out to that resource table and nearly knock somebody down because you're in a hurry. <laughs> See, that's the problem. We can hear this kind of stuff and just walk out. It, it, hearing it is not what's going to change you. <laughs> it's doing it. You got, you, you got, if you've got a bad temper, you need to make a college course <laughs> out of learning how to walk in love. Go to the College of the Holy Ghost. Examples of random acts of kindness. Now, I can only tell you examples from my life and maybe some from my kids because that's all I know. So I'm not bragging on us, but I'm trying to just show you the power of this stuff. Random act of kindness is doing something good for someone you may not know just for the purpose of showing kindness. You have, you have no other motive in mind. You just, you just want to bless them. And for me, I want to bless them because God has done so much for me. I just, he's done so much for me. So I've told these stories a couple of times. I don't know if I've heard, told them here, if you've seen them on TV, but it's, they're still good stories. So you just have to listen again. <laughs> um, you know, we have ideas about people and sometimes we don't like to hang out with anybody that's not like us. And some of the young people today just are not like us. You know, they've got... They might have five different colors in their hair and, <laughs> and uh, body piercings all over the place and everything tattooed and wearing black lipstick and, you know, whatever. And so, if you're a religious Christian, <laughs> which are the absolute worst, <laughs> I mean, religious people are some of the meanest people on the face of the earth. They're like the Pharisees. You cannot do anything right. They're going to find something wrong with it. So I was in a Starbucks, and I wanted what's called the pour over. And I'm a coffee snob. It's got to be a certain way, or I don't want it. And she said, oh, let me make you a cup of coffee 
out of this new press that we have. I said, oh, I don't really like a press. The coffee's always too strong. She said, let, no, let me make this for you. She said, and if you don't like it, I'll make you anything else you want. Well, her hair was going in about every direction and every piece of it was a different color. Wouldn't have been, you know, like somebody I would have hung out with. But by now I'm learning to have a little bit of brains that just because they're not like me, that doesn't mean that God doesn't love them. Did you hear me? Just because they're not like you. And some of you have an attitude about tattoos. Do you know the Bible says in the Old Testament that people had tattooed on their body, I belong to the Lord. I just think that's wrong. Well, I'm about to get one. And I'm gonna do it just to make the devil mad and just to make religious people mad. I'm gonna have to put right back here a cross and under it's gonna say, I belong to Jesus. And don't write me a letter and tell me how wrong you think it is. Because I don't have to get permission from you. God tells us to love everyone. We may not feel like doing it, but it's something we need to do on purpose. Christians are supposed to act differently and show love by being patient with other people's weaknesses. 1 John 3.18 says, Dear children, let us not love with words or speech, but with actions and in truth. Get your daily dose of encouragement with the Joyce Meyer Ministries app. Catch up on seven days of enjoying everyday life episodes. Grow deeper in God's word with the daily devotional and question of the day. And enjoy all your favorite teachings from Joyce in your digital library. Find all this and more with the Joyce Meyer Ministries app. Search Joyce Meyer in your app store and download it today. Thanks for listening to Enjoying Everyday Life and supporting Joyce Meyer Ministries. Together with our family of partners, we're sharing the gospel and shining the tangible love of Christ through outreaches around the world.